Deja vu, and welcome to Review That Review. We are the podcast dedicated to reviewing reviews. We're just like Siskel and Ebert, only instead of reviewing cinematic masterpieces, we rate and review those hilarious, scathing, and sometimes suspicious online reviews. That is Chelsea Dawn. And that is Trey Gerald. And together, We are the Review Queens and a very special cheerio to all of our members over on Patreon. If you want to learn more, go to reviewthatreview.com slash Patreon. If you enjoy the show and you want to support in another way, then go to reviewthatreview.com slash donate. So many slashes. Chelsea, how are you, diva? Oh, I am good. I fell up the stairs. <laughs> Just now? Carrying groceries oh, earlier this morning. No. Did you break anything? You know, I didn't break anything except possibly a finger and a knee. Uh-uh. Hopefully not. Wait, really? Well, no. It, I, I'm hoping it wasn't that bad. But like, you know when you're you're bringing in the groceries mm-hmm. and you're just overzealous and you're trying to do it in one trip and in my house, the kitchen is on the second floor. So I had to climb the flight of stairs and I was carrying it all. And I was like, you know, uh, honing Jenny Hoofnagel from Watch That Rock Pilates. And I was like, use your core, use your core. And I thought I was carrying it, but I was wearing slippers. I switched into house slippers and I slipped. I slipped because of my slippers up the steps. And I I feel like taking stage combat at Tish really helps me when I fall. There's like a part of my brain that's like, do this in the like Disorder. best way possible, you know? So I, was, I did like brace myself with my arm, like try to brace myself with my arms, but I still banged my knee oh. on the wood stairs. And, uh, you know, I kind of messed up my finger a little bit, too, but I think I'll survive. So that's what's happened. That's how the day's pretty much started today. That's terrible. uh, Wait, but it's very funny to imagine, like, being your roommate, and then all of a sudden, like, you hear Chelsea, like, ah! And you, like, (laughs) turn and you look, and she's, like, slowly positioning each vertebrae in just the right dramatic position that she's, like, slowly (laughs) stage falling. (laughs) I did my best stage fall. I did text my roommate afterwards and I was like, can you help me bring up the rest of the groceries? Like I, they're on the stairs, you know? Totally. And he, he did. That's actually a very good complaint. Yeah. Unloading groceries. God, I hate that. Yeah. I guess I could have made that my complaint. I I have a designated complaint as well, but you did ask how I was doing and that's a real time update. So how are you doing? I'm good. I might cut all of that because I might steal that as a, a complaint one day because god i really I do know. hate groceries me too i'm good you know life is good i'm wearing a really giant oversized turtleneck for any of our patreon members watching hey girls and boys and non-gender hi. conforming folks hi queens hi queens because it's so wintry it's just so cold here in new jersey 
but you know, life's good. It's like, I do feel like now that we have two dogs, they are like, they always like hot dog bun me. Like I'll be laying, you know, Ooh, on like you're the hot dog. I'm the oh, wiener and they're the buns. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, it's really sweet. But it's also, I get it. Cause like even having one, I guess like, well, I'm like an open faced sandwich or something yes. like that but just having goldie like in that spot you're like okay well i guess i'm not moving mm-hmm, so exactly. i can't imagine what it'd be like being a hot dog you know it's so sweet especially on the couch and stuff but i am a um non-peaceful rester i, I like move a lot i david will literally lay down on his back and be asleep within minutes and doesn't move until he like opens his eyes smiling and he's like it's a brand new day me i am <laughs> I like totally see that being I true know. Truly. I'm rolling around. I like, I've mentioned this before, but it happened recently. I had another night terror the other day where I kicked away with a high pitch noise. Like, (laughs) and like David recalled it later that day. Um, But yeah, other than all of that trauma um, and being smothered (laughs) like a hot dog with my, my doggies that I love on the couch, but not in the bed necessarily. Cause sometimes I need to move and they're just like both pushing from opposite ends. Yeah. Yeah, not good. But I'm happy to be here. I'm happy for, you know, more review that review in the year 2023. It's crazy. I'm just getting, I'm still getting used to writing it. That's the hardest part, I feel like, whenever there's a new year is being like, this is the date that I have to write over and over and over again. Yes. When I put the date on the script, I, of course, typed 2022. And I was like, nope, that's not right. Nope. Do you remember being in school and having to write your name and the date at the top of every page every single day, like multiple times a day? I do. I do. And that like you get like points off if you didn't do the date, (laughs) you know, or sometimes like my brain just doesn't work. And like, I'll write that it's like April in December. Like, I don't know why. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know why my brain did that. It just did. Why am I getting a point off? Mm -hmm. Maybe I should go to a neurologist. (laughs) Anyway. Speaking of neurology. Yes. Do we have complaints? (laughs) I think so. Yeah, exactly. So, Trey, I think it's time that we (laughs) recalibrate our brains a little bit and we get some things off our chest. Trey, do you need to lodge a complaint? Oh, you know that I do. Even though you just gave me one that I really want to do later, I'm going to hold it and go with the plan. Today, I really need to lodge a complaint against something that is mortifying and always sends me down a spiral of panic. I want to say tremors. Not the Reba McIntyre movie. But have you ever been in public? It doesn't matter if you're by yourself. But when you're in public and all of a sudden you get a little like itch inside of your nostrils. Oh, yeah. And then you can't itch it. No, you have to like sort of rub like the, the outside, outside of your nose, which doesn't get it because you can't dig in and scratch the right. itch with your oh, fingernail because no. people will think, oh, what a dummy. That person's picking their nose. What's wrong with them? Oh, what a weirdo. Do they not? They think they're eight. Are they like in the year 2023? Yeah. Do they like, not think they're going to get sick? I really hate internal nose itches in public. I hate yes. it. Because I suddenly go into a spiral of like, what are people going to think of me if I scratch the inside of my nose? I feel like I don't want to say old people because that sounds mean. Tell me. Older people, I feel like do this thing where they'll like pick their nose with a tissue, you know? And that still feels like awkward. It's like, okay, cool. Like you're definitely more hygienic and it's, I guess, socially acceptable and you got an itch and you got like, you blew your nose, you did a little inside the nostril itch. But I don't know, even that in public feels odd. 
I mean, I guess that's like the way to do it with decorum. Cause like, cause I also feel like it's similar to like table manners when you have like, you're going to spit something out. You like put the napkin up to your mouth and spit it into the napkin. That's like a classy way to handle it. Being as like inconspicuous. Yeah. But you know, the weather is cold now. It's like, I do feel like there's always nasal stuff going on with me. It's like my allergies. It's always like, there's always something. And so like, always something, always something it's, and it can be problematic and I don't want people judging me. Maybe I care too much. Well, we, we know that we do care about being (laughs) judged more than we should, even though we're, we are the review Queens and we do judge people for a living. We do. That is true. (laughs) No, but I get it. I, I, I get it. I understand that feeling of like, I want to do something in public, but I understand how it's perceived. So I don't want to do it, but I need to do it. What do I do? Yeah. Right. So that's my complaint. Good complaint. The next time any of you listeners have an itchy inside nose, just think (laughs) of me. Oh, well, speaking of listeners, Trey, I wanted to take my platform of Mm -hmm. lodging a complaint and give it instead to one of our most dedicated listeners. Let's just roll out the red carpet. And guys, let's take a listen to what this loyal listener has to say. Wait, are you saying that we have a... Listener voicemail. We do! Woo! All right. Okay, here we go. Let's play it. I'm so excited. Yes. Hey, Queens. This is uh, James calling in from LA. It's been a little while. I just wanted to say... uh, I have been on a Zoom call once with a millennial, and I was instructed to call these people and give them a Zoom, and the guy was like, oh, I don't do the video. I only do audio. I'm like, well, then why aren't we just having a phone call? Why are we setting up a Zoom if you're not going to be on the video? Because now it's awkward. I'm on the video. You're not on the video. (laughs) Super awkward. But the real reason I called, my complaint, my crutch, (laughs) yes, it has to do with driving. But this one's all on me. Sneezing when you drive. Yes. And <gasps> it is the scariest thing. I just had a bout of like six, six sneezes in a row. Terrifying. It was like on the 405. I mean, you could die. So, yes, yeah, sneezing while you drive is definitely my complaint for the week. Uh, I hope you guys are well. <laughs> Ta-ta. James, I swear. James, that was a double header. That was a double header. Yeah, double complaint. Like always, James packing it in. We know we know that James always gives a full experience. But I have to say, I swear, I was talking to my friend last night, and we were talking about this. How really? it's impossible. Well, first she was talking about how a sneeze felt like an orgasm, and then I was saying how somewhat where I heard that a sneeze is like an eighth of an orgasm. Have you heard that? No. Oh. Okay. Well, maybe that was just... Why? Because it's like a satisfying sensation or whatever? Yeah. Like, it's like a release. And then we were saying, but when you're driving and you have to sneeze, Mm -hmm. like, you have to close your eyes when you sneeze. It's impossible to keep your eyes open when you sneeze. So that's why it's so scary to sneeze when you drive, especially James, six times in a row. That is like, he's like, Scary. I could have I died. I was in the 405. It's like, yeah, you could have. Like, six seasons in a row, that's like driving on the 405 with your eyes closed for like a couple seconds. That's not good. Have we ever talked about this? I feel like something in the recesses of my mind is, is blinking here. I think I lodged this as a complaint once. Well, have we talked about repeated sneezing? Also in the recesses of my mind. Yeah. 
David always sneezes in a pattern of three. Yes, as you recall. Do you sneeze a lot? Because I'm I can usually be a one single sneeze. I was gonna say generally I'm a one and done. Yeah. Sometimes there was like a wives' tale type thing where if you sneeze like more than three times in a row, it means that you're gonna you're getting sick. Like that's not just no. like an allergy. That's like a cold. Oh dear. Yeah. Well so, James, what a good packed do you want to talk about unpack the first half of the voicemail well that's what i was gonna say like yes any sort of distraction in the car instantly we understand the sneezing is terrifying you can't see whatever and you're in control of a vehicle is terrifying okay but this first half that james just sort of shocked off like he was shucking some corn (laughs) this literally just happened to chelsea and i maybe like eight minutes ago when our we had a false start to the recording but yeah why why set up a zoom if you're not going to use the video It's literally a one-sided video call, which is incredibly uncomfortable and awkward. So awkward. awkward. Yeah. Yeah. Bizarre. I just don't get it. You know, like if you're going to be on the Zoom, be on the Zoom. If you're not, pick up the phone. Right. Like, What reason could there possibly be for that? It's also very bizarre to not show your camera if the other person is. Like that seems so odd to be like, oh, no, I don't do the camera. Like that's such a weird response. I guess yeah. boundaries. I don't know, but I know. Weird. I wonder if I was, if like I was James, if I would have maybe said like, "Well, if you're not gonna be on the Zoom, then let's just hop on the phone." Yeah, like is it then weird to be like, "Well, then I'm gonna turn my camera off too because I'm uncomfortable." I mean, I guess right. you can, you're allowed to say whatever you want, but I would feel weird saying that in response. Although I would not want to be the only one on camera. Yeah, it's it, it definitely puts you in like an uncomfortable situation. I do feel like that's a whole complaint of its own. You know, I agree. Like Zoom culture is great in some regards and has allotted me many amazing opportunities but also like it can be invasive oh yeah thank god for the retouching on zoom yeah specifically yeah yeah Yeah. because you know we're all we've all been in an experience where we're rolling out of bed and hopping on a zoom and making ourselves vulnerable for the other person and then (laughs) the other person has the camera off horrible terrifying james feeling. good job james thank, that's really good i'm glad you that you gave calling. him the floor oh well james always deserves the floor he's such a dedicated amazing support to the show and and thank you james for calling in and if you want to also y- utilize our fetch line you can call one eight five zero review zero and leave a complaint and we'll discuss it on the show we sure will well, I feel like I can close the kvetch ledger for the moment. How do you feel? I think so. All right. I feel we've got all the kvetches out. I feel good. I feel seen. I feel I feel heard. I feel heard. I feel experienced. Yeah. I feel <laughs> I smelled. Yeah. Smelt. I felt like heated and now I feel like less hot. I feel touched. What are the other senses? <laughs> I feel seen, heard, <laughs> smelt, felt. touched, felt, and what's the fifth one? Tasted. I feel tasted. <laughs> I feel tasted. I yes. feel fully tasted. I feel fully tasted. Chelsea, should we jump into some online review? Oh, you know we are going to do it, my friend. Let's get in there. Review that review. As you know, we are your trusty review queens. We bring in reviews from the internet that we feel need to be inspected. We read you the review. 
We break it down together and rate the impact of the review on a scale that goes from zero to five crowns. It's a very regal process that we like to call... Assess that kvetch. Yes. So, Chelsea Goose, what have you got for us today? I'm so excited. Woo! woo. All right. I have brought in today a three-star review from good old Amazon. Get that finger ready for that super cala. Here we go. All right. We are reading a three-star review for Netgear Wi-Fi Range Extender EX3700 coverage up to 1,000 square feet and 15 devices with AC750 dual band wireless signal booster and repeater up to 750 megabyte speed and compact wall plug design. It's super califragilisticexpialidocious. All right. I know. Quite a name. So it's a Wi-Fi extender. This review is written by Mike. Mike is spelled like the abbreviation for microphone. <laughs> okay, no, so, no K. <laughs> no K, just M-I-C. K-E-Y. <laughs> Missing the K-E-Y. The subject is, I wrote a novel describing my experience with this torture device. A short novel by me, an idiot. That's the whole subject? <laughs> That's the subject. That's long, okay. Uh-huh, well, buckle in. Here we go. Here we go. Context. I live in an apartment with a built-in router, but it is located in a closet, and that means I have terrible Wi-Fi connection in my room Mm. on the opposite side of my apartment. Mm -hmm. That's why I bought this. I'm beginning to regret it. This is my horror story. Access point setup. The directions state that after you plug this into an outlet, wait for the green light and plug the Ethernet cable into a LAN port and it will automatically create a new Wi-Fi hotspot to set up. Easy enough. I plug it in and wait. The Wi-Fi hotspot never set itself up. (laughs) The router indicator never lights up instructions already unclear on step two (laughs) trying to connect to their my wi-fi x router website (laughs) never works what a disappointment but there is another way as the prophecy foretells also a nitpick the instructions say to plug in the ethernet cable after the power indicator goes from red to green, mm-hmm. you wait 10 seconds once it's on. Not a big deal, right? Well, the on-off button is on the opposite side of the Ethernet port. So if you are an idiot, read me, you will press this button by accident several <sighs> times trying to plug the Ethernet in, meaning mm. you got to wait for that stupid indicator to go green each time you make this mistake. Torture device. (laughs) Extended mode setup. Okay, so the access point setup is confusing. Maybe this set of instructions will be easier. Spoiler, no. (laughs) Press the WPS button and run to your router. 
Oh God. And do the same there. If it doesn't work, which it won't for the first few times, try (laughs) and try again. And don't forget to not accidentally press the button, which is right next to the damn WPS button on this extender designed to be a torch device. After traveling between the router and your extender for what feels like a mile run that I haven't done since college, the router indicator should finally show green. By now, the device should work in extender mode, but you realize that it's not any better than connecting directly to your Wi-Fi in your room. No, you want what you paid for. You are an overachiever. You want that failed access point setup to work, and you deserve it. So let's try that again. Access point setup part two, return of the scythe. So let's type in that my Wi-Fi X website that the instructions say and try again. Will the website work? Of course not, dummy. Read me. You can't use Chrome for this. You need to be in Safari. I'm glad the instructions totally failed to mention this so your caveman ooga booga brain will keep trying in Chrome expecting a different result each time. (laughs) Once the website works in Safari, the website will show a big purple button saying new extender mode. No! Why isn't there a big that purple button saying new access point. Oh my God. Fine. Have it your way. Let's press it. It forces you to create a new account and some privacy questions. Great. Another data breach target. Let's fill this out. It tells you the extender is successfully set up. Wonderful. Except I still want the access point set up. Clicking next will direct you to the Netgear website. Not so fast. Let's go back and see what the Wi-Fi extender website looks like and see if there is something we can do about that access point. Now, my instincts tell me the device firmware. Don't listen to my instincts. You already know I'm an idiot. When you download the firmware and begin to set the router up, Chances are the download and installation will take longer than five minutes to install. And you know what happens when you idle on the router webpage for five minutes? You disconnect during the firmware update. It bricks your Wi-Fi extender you spent your whole night setting up. (laughs) So you repeat most of the steps from the very beginning and reach this point, and this time do not update the firmware. I mean, you can if you don't idle, but I believe I have PTSD now Mm. and I don't dare to try, lest I be abused by this device and its poor instructions again. The extender webpage does not show any tabs or options to set up the access point at this point, by the way. So, If you know how to set up the access point, please bless me with your infinite wisdom because I'm not smarter than a fifth grader, apparently. (laughs) I hope my review helped you make a decision on what device to buy. 
if I could travel time, I'd go back and stop myself from trying to install this and yeet it out the window or just tell myself to buy a different device entirely. Three out of five because it works just not as easily as I hoped. Did Mike say yeet it out the window? Yep, he did. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I literally was like feeling it wrapping up and I was like, okay, so why is it three out of five? And then it literally is like, so three out of five. But it seems that they still didn't figure out the access point or something. No, they're like, if you're reading this review and you can help me, please do. I I don't really understand the difference. Do you know the difference between like extender mode and an access point? No, I don't. I don't actually know. No, I don't. Yeah. So I was like, is it like, is there an extender mode? Oh, here we go. Okay. Functionality difference here. The access point is a centralized hub. Mm-hmm. on a wireless LAN, enabling various wireless devices to access the network resources. In contrast, a wireless extender repeats the signal from your router mm-hmm. to expand its reach by creating a second network. So centralized. Right. Did you understand any of that? Yeah, because my in-laws have this. So it's like if you're in one wing of the house, like you can click on like EXT option. Yeah. And it'll be stronger because you're like closer to that area or something. Right. I think that that's the extender mode, but I think it's the access point is a centralized hub. So I, I, it sounds like maybe it's kind of like instead of having an extender thing, it's just like this is the access point. So like this is the main place where like your regular wireless network is going from. Like it's not an extender. It's just Correct. like if your Wi-Fi is called PB&J... It's just going to be like, instead of PB&J starting in the closet, PB&J is like connecting to the closet to this extender, and then the extender is becoming PB&J essential. Yeah, I imagine the access point is like the foundation. It's the foundational hub, basically. Yeah, so that's frustrating. Also, I did write down, how many times do you think Mike wrote the phrase access point in this review? Because I've never heard that phrase as much as I have today. A lot. A lot, girl. A lot. They also said the torture device thing a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, that was... Like I, really- I wrote down, I thought it was funny, like, that the very first word of this review is context. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Like, I already knew I was in for a wild ride when the first word is context. It's written pretty well. Like, it's very well organized. Context, colon, and then, like, short paragraph, access point, setup, colon, like, it's very organized. I don't know if you noticed from my reading, but that entire section mm-hmm. were also a nitpick through yeah, torture device. You know, that whole thing was written in parentheses. Yes. Which, very clear. Which made it feel like it was like, uh, I don't know. There, were, there was an interesting tone to this review, even though like we kind of get marred in the details and the, it's repetitive and whatever. But I still think I liked it when I came across it and I felt for them. And I think it's super interesting and says a lot about Mike that they still honored this product with a three star review. I know that's the biggest like takeaway for me is that this does not seem like a three star no. experience. And, and what really seems like valuable and unique info for me in this review is like so many specifics that I don't know that I would encounter them in my usage. Okay. 
But I I also love to have like my Wi-Fi situation like hidden and out of sight. So I definitely connect with the idea of it being in a closet. Yeah, I mean that's one of the pro- problems. So I here. think I would hear this and be concerned. Oh yeah, I mean I'm yeah. the five G that I try and go on is an extender because otherwise it's like downstairs in a closet and there's no chance. Right. So I think this is a super common problem. I found this review because I was looking for another extender and i've yet to find a good one and then i read this review and i was like i don't have time for this i can't i know it it does make me i i do believe mike i think it 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 screams truthful especially in when you when you weigh the consideration of generosity for giving this three out of five because it technically is working right but Boy, oh boy, does this experience seem so typical. I mean, it is always so frustrating having to pause and wait for the blinking and the 10 seconds and you have to have 30 seconds. And it's like, you're just like sweating, hunched over, trying to get it to work. Then it, it, turns itself off and you like have to start all over and wait you're for like the amber to like turn green YouTube videos to, to try and figure out what you're doing wrong yes yeah i totally relate to that frustration this is a true nightmare and then i have another question the netgear website mike points out that after spending a lot of effort realizes it won't work on chrome and like that should be disclosed right. which i agree with and then i had a really big question because netgear Seems to me like one of those brands that like has just always existed. The logo in some way kind of feels like early 2000s, late 90s, like computer graphics. Like I see it in my mind. Like it seems like a very solid company. And they said that it, you have to be in Safari. Isn't Safari only on Mac? Because if you're a non-Mac, it's Internet Explorer. So is Netgear related to Apple? No, I don't know. I don't understand it, but it's like the point of disclosure is extremely relevant. And I think that that's like, you know, part of what we're getting out a little bit with the thoughtfulness is that there's so many details in this review that if I read this and I thought, okay, I'm still going to go for it, I now know like mm-hmm. I can't use Chrome, you know, that like I have to be super careful of that button on the side that I'm not pressing it because maybe I wouldn't even realize I'm pressing it. There's just so many points that I feel like have been laid out here. Yeah, I'm definitely turned off. Like I definitely would discredit, like I would choose to not click add to cart. <laughs> right. Now, here's another question. So, do you know when this was written? This was written April 30th, 2020. Okay, because I was going to say, this whole experience reminds me of like setting up Sonos speakers, but it Mm -hmm. also reminds me of setting up ring camera apparatus accessories. And one of the distinctions that ring makes in the instruction manual for all i'm talking like all of the cameras all of the batteries all of the different like hubs there's a lot of like working moving parts and they specifically say you can plug this in and set it up and then move it to the desired location which occurred to me and this whole narrative that mike was going through about having the access point plugged in running the mile to the other side of the apartment to plug it into where you want the extension to go. Then you have to push the button and right. run back to the other mile to the other one. Like it, I wrote down, like, couldn't you just plug it in next to it, set it up and then move it? Or can you not? 
I don't know if you can or you can't, but I, I've tried to do this for a client and it like ended up being a nightmare. And I did that. Like I like put it right next to where the wireless thing, like literally right next to it and tried to set it up. And like it would either it would set up and then I would move it. And when I would move it, it wouldn't work or like I would move it closer and it would look like it was going to do its thing and it still wouldn't. So like, I don't know, but like it is a nightmare. What did you end up doing? Did you get a task grab? We re- I returned it. I no, I ended up like getting I think I like hired a handyman or something to come and try and help with it and then that didn't work and then I ended up returning it. I wonder what it's like to be a task rabbit person and like be in one of these situations where you like can't figure it out. That must be very frustrating. I just non sequitur. Yeah, like I mean setting up printers sometimes, fixing printers, that's a big nightmare. That's oh my god. That's an assignment that I get almost every time I'm like yeah, obviously trying to transition out of doing assistant work, but every time I start with a new assistant client, it's always like the printer is broken, can you fix it? And then I'm like, "Ugh." I feel like every time I look at my printer, there's a new firmware update. I'm like, yeah, "Why? I know. What why is this firmware updated every day?" <laughs> okay, so back the humor here. I do feel like I feel like Mike has humor weaving in and out of the review. I didn't super necessarily like bull over laughing but i appreciate the levity and entertainment added to this like horror story as mike describes it totally i think mike did a good job of like really writing something solid and like i liked the tone i like mike i think it's a little bit long but i think there's a lot of information packed in there but he does mike does say in the title like i wrote a novel which is true i was gonna say that thank you for bringing that up I was going to say I liked the full discretion at the top because if you yeah. if you're like the kind of person like Natalie Weiss when she came on the show we read that long review was like I'm you lost me at how long it was then Natalie yeah. would definitely skip this review based on title alone. I mean I was worried when the subject was that long. I was right. like oh you could fall even the <laughs> Right. Well I feel like I have a general idea here. I think I could crown it. Do you have any other thoughts? Yeah, let's let, let's crown. So Chelsea and I each have our own set of zero to five crown cards. In an effort to be fair and not influenced by one another, we will simultaneously reveal our rating. The queens are tabulating. The number one leading cause of pain after drinking is hangovers. Did you know that two thirds of the U.S. population suffer from hangovers? Did you also know that suffering is a thing of the past when you use Smart Patches? Smart Patches contains a scientifically formulated blend of vitamins, folic acid, minerals, antioxidants, and enzymes, which naturally aids your body in processing alcohol efficiently and effortlessly. Smart Patches are small, discreet, and comfortable to wear and fully water and sweatproof, designed to stay on while enjoying the pool, out in the sun, or during a workout. When you use our promo code QUEEN15, you get 15% off your purchase. So go ahead, try it today and put hangovers back in the 1950s with promo code QUEEN15 at smartpatches.com. Total score. Okay, Trey's holding up four crowns. I'm holding up four and a half crowns. Trey, you go first. Why are you giving Mike four crowns? I was kind of on the fence here. I was actually 
debating between three and a half and four. Okay. I do think the length is just a little too verbose. I also wonder, like, because Mike has packed so much of the saga of their personal experience, like if I don't live in an apartment or if my apartment isn't that big or my house isn't that big and I just need, like there are so many details about Mike's specific storyline that I don't know how universal that's going to be. Yes. I recognize how frustrating it is. That's very common. Well, I mean, I am so turned off by this that I do think I probably, if I saw this on Amazon, it would impact me and I would move forward. On, which is why I went up the half crown. I don't think it's a review queen because I think it could use an edit. And, you know, I, I, yeah, that's really, that's where I'm landing here. I think it's impactful, but I, I wonder if I want an update. I want to know if Mike ever figured it out or yeah. if they switched to a different product, you know? I appreciate the generosity of the three and a half. Ultimately, I went with four crowns. Chelsea, why did you say four and a half? You know what? I like Mike. We didn't really bring it up in our conversation, but I I did want to bring up, you know, that Mike's constantly calling themselves an idiot and a dummy. Mike's a little hard on on uh, him him or herself. And it sounds like they're they're pretty smart. And I wanted to give them credit where credit was due. I think this is a common experience. It's definitely specific and a little bit long. That was why I didn't go the full review queen also. But I think it's a really solid review. And I think Mike, be a little bit less hard on yourself. You're almost a review queen. You're contributing. And like, you're a little bit of a mensch with the three crowns. So for all of those reasons, I went with four and a half crowns for our good and intelligent, but frustrated friend, <laughs> Mike. I love it. Good job. Gosh, Thanks. it is such it is such a universal experience. I, for sure. I like, gosh, it's so frustrating. Yes, we feel your frustration, Mike. I've had many experiences on the phone with that customer service. I'll just say that. All right, Trey. So speaking of customer service, because I think we've nominated them before, I think it's officially the most regal portion of the show. Is that true? Trey, Mm -hmm. who are you inducting for? My Royal Highness. All right. This week, I am going to induct a complete... Unknown stranger that no one knows the identity of. I am going to induct a brand new series within our Royal Highness of good deeds from the unknown. (gasps) Okay. So, okay. So I found this news story about a foreigner who was traveling to America. They were visiting Times Square. Okay. And they dropped their wallet. The wallet was containing $4,000 in cash. Oh, my God. And it was returned completely intact. Wow. Not a single dollar was taken. That's amazing. The police station was handed over. They contacted. They were able to get a hold of the citizen named Eduardo Martinez, who was interviewed by the press. Wow. And all of the money was still inside. And the police would not release who the person was. All we know is that it was a female local traveling on their way to work, found the wallet on the ground, 
and turned it into the police officers. Now, if that is not the best story I've ever heard, can you imagine being out of your own country, suddenly not having your wallet? Forget the $4,000. That's your identification. Like, there's so much important stuff inside of your wallet. Not forget the $4,000, because that's like a huge amount of money. Like, that's devastating. Maybe that, that was the money they were using to like fund their entire trip. Yes, of course. But I'm saying, like, what if you can't exit the country? What if you can't get back into your country because you don't have any of your identifying information? Yeah, Like, how terrifying. And that it would happen in Times Square. Right. I mean, what a terrifying... It's like the chances of getting your wallet back in that scenario are, like, one in a million. I mean, truly. And whoever the stranger was, they really were the one in a million. I mean, how beautiful and amazing. And I wanted to share this story and induct this perfect stranger because maybe the perfect stranger can be you. Yeah. Let's all be this one in a million person and pass on good deeds, pass on love and and kindness to strangers like a Tennessee Williams character. (laughs) And for that reason... Today I'm inducting whoever the secret stranger person Perfect in Manhattan. Stranger. And and I'm hoping that it's you, listener, right now. I hope you are the person. And if it, it wasn't you, be let a, it become you. Be a perfect stranger. That's the moral of that story. So today's Royal Highness is that secret hero who did not steal the four thousand dollars in cash from Eduardo Martinez. Wow. Amazing. Amazing. Isn't that a nice story? Love that story. Really warms the heart. Have you ever lost a wallet or found a wallet? I found a wallet once with my friend Aaron, and I did like a whole detective thing with it, actually, because I looked inside of the wallet and there was randomly a business card for a barber place, like a hair salon. So we called the hair salon and we're like, do you know someone named blah, blah, blah? Like we have his wallet. And then my friend dropped it off. The hair salon. They're like, yeah, we know him. And he dropped it off. Whoa. Yeah. So I've been the perfect stranger, but it's terrifying. Have I lost the wallet? Yes. I lost the wallet once I left my big puffy coat in the classroom and it had the wallet in the pocket and that was like a, mm. I was in college it was a huge like freak out moment and then I ran back to the classroom and it wasn't there and I was like <gasps> freaking out even more and then it turned out that like the professor had like taken it home or something and I got it back oh yeah but woof. how about you I Yes, I have had I have had a wallet misplaced and I've also had a cell phone misplaced, but I'm going to share those stories on the after show. All right. Can't wait to hear about that. Oy, oy, oy. Okay. All right. Well, Chelsea, do we have a little bit of time left to do a royal review? Oh my god, Trey, we always have time for a royal review. Maybe it's time for some royal All right. Oh, I'm so glad this segment is back. So today, we have a royal review from an Apple podcast user named Grandson of Sam. All word. One word. Did I say all word? (laughs) All word. All one word. (laughs) All right. So, Grandson of Sam writes, five stars, very funny. It's like I always said, opinions are like butts. Everybody's got one. This is funny, and I can relate to the hosts. Parentheses, and the people, too. End parentheses. Subscribed! Woo! 
grandson That's of so Sam. Nice. Thank you so much. That's so sweet of you to say. Opinions are like butts. Everybody does have one. You're right. I rem- I can't remember the first time I heard that, but I think the first time I ever heard that expression, it was like buttholes. Yeah. But like a, like a more crude way of saying buttholes. This is so interesting because there was also like when we were in development of this podcast, I was toying with different song lyrics for a potential theme song. And yeah. I had that phrase as one of the potential things. Oh, really? Like, that's so funny. Oh, there, well, you there you go. go. Well, thank you for your royal review. We're so happy that you're listening. And thank you for writing a five-star review. Yes. And if you, listener, would like your chance to be featured as a royal reviewer, then please leave us a review on whatever podcast player you are currently listening to us on right now. That's right. We've made it super easy with a super cute link. Lovethepodcast.com slash the review queens, which will tell you which players on your device offer platforms to leave reviews. Ooh. Ooh. And there's also a one click link in the show description below. It's easy peasy. Yay. Yay. All right, Queen. Well, we did it. That is another round on the RU and RQ Ferris wheel of running back and forth, running a marathon, (laughs) setting up a Wi Fi, MIC. Netgear. K-E-Y. No, no K-E-Y. <laughs> That's it. Okay, thank you for joining us today. If you like what you heard, please tell a friend. If you didn't like what you heard, please tell an enemy. To support the production of our show, visit ReviewThatReview.com slash donate, where even a $1 tip is much appreciated. Join our mailing list at ReviewThatReview.com to stay up to date with the goings-on in the queendom. And be like James. Hit up our voice mailbox, 1-850-REVIEW-0. You can also follow us on all the socials at The Review Queens. I'm at Chelsea BD. And I am still at Lil Bow Wow Official. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) I'm still at Trey Gerald. All right, Queens. On today's after show companion podcast, we're sticking with the sort of tech industry theme because Chelsea and I are going to be rating and reviewing a one star trust pilot review for Bank of America. Oh my goodness. I can talk about frustrating. Yes. (laughs) So to find out what made Chelsea say, (gasps) Oh my God. (gasps) Oh no. And to find out what made Trey say, This is like the weeniest little tree that has ever treed. Then join our Patreon page at reviewthatreview.com slash Patreon to hear our weekly members-only after-show companion podcast. And remember, (laughs) ignore the haters. You're a queen. Gender nonspecific queen. Gender non-specific extended Wi-Fi queen. Did you get the joke? Do you remember like before, like remember the dial-up modem? Yeah, yeah. I got it. Like the AOL. That's because we're both so we're chuggies or whatever. Oh my god, whatever. Uh, whatever. I'm a chuggy. We're we're chugging in it together. Yeah, we're chugging. All right, bye, queens. Bye. Don't be. I mean, be a chuggy. Don't be a. I don't know something else. Don't be a dial-up modem. Be a chuggy. <laughs> 
Review That Review is an independent podcast. Certain names have been redacted or changed to protect the guilty. Executive produced by Trey Gerald and Chelsea Dawn with editing and sound design by me with voiceover talents by Eva Kamensky. Our cover art was designed by Logo Vora and our theme song was written by Joe Kanozian and sung by Natalie Weiss. I couldn't see you like that entire time. My Wi-Fi signal is really bad. Maybe I should get an extender. Should we call James? Should we? So you can vent with him about what it's like. Or no, I should call James. No, you should call James because you didn't see me. Yeah, because I can't see you. But you were on video. Exactly. So So should should we call James so you can I think we should call James. Maybe James could come over and help me fix the internet. James, are you listening? James, James, call Chelsea. (laughs) James, can you hear me? After listening to feedback from hundreds of thousands of users, Clean Email designed the best way to clean out your email inbox while keeping your data safe and respecting your privacy. Clean Email works on any device and with all email service providers. With Clean Email, you aren't doing a one-off, one-time sweep of your inbox. You're automating your email cleaning tasks to keep your inbox clean going forward. Now, some of my personal favorite features include pause, mute, hello, block emails from senders, who don't offer that little link at the bottom to unsubscribe, so annoying. Plus, never miss anything important because clean email sends summaries of all of the activities performed. Whether you're trying to achieve inbox zero or simply get rid of emails cluttering your data storage, use our code REVIEWQUEEN for 25% off at clean.email or go ahead and use that direct link in our show notes and you can start enjoying the pleasure of a decluttered inbox, honey.